What's up? It's Luke with Off Ball Thoughts. With me as usual is my boy Evan. Evan, what's up? What's good, guys? Alright, today we're going to be doing another top 10 lists. We're going to be ranking the top 10 dynamic duos in the league. So pretty much the best two-man teams who are just completely dominating, and most of them are championship winners. So uh, I'm going to give us the first, or the 10th, the 10th two-man team, and that's Moses Malone and Julius Irvin. Um, these guys are both sort of underrated because they played a really long time ago, so they've sort of faded out of relevance. Uh, just to clarify, Moses Malone played with Julius Irving on the 76ers, although Moses Malone is also really good with the Rockets. This duo won only one championship, although Julius Irving won a few with the ABA before he before they combined into the NBA. Um, they were a pretty killer duo. Irving was one of the first high-flying, athletic, highlight reel, small forwards. I know we all remember the Rock the Baby cradle dunk, the free throw line dunk. And then Moses Malone is also a really underrated player. He's a three-time MVP. He could play amazing defense and was a really strong post scorer, and he had pretty solid footwork for a big guy. Um, if this team hadn't sort of been around in the NBA a little earlier, I think they would be higher on the list. But because we're really only talking about the NBA, they're the 10th highest duo. Evan, let's hear your 10th. Um, all right, so my 10th is Tim Duncan and uh, David Robinson. Okay, nice. Um, so they won two rings, uh, one in 99 and one in uh, 2005. They were, uh, they were just a dominant backcourt that was really unmatched. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they had great success together. Yep. Uh, coming in at number nine for me is also Duncan and Robinson, the Twin Towers. They won two rings, although in 1999 there was a lockout for part of the season. So players like Shaquille O'Neal don't think the Spurs deserve it. I think he's being a little bit of a whiner. Spurs would have had that on lock anyway. Something I liked about Robinson was he was a super strong defender and an elite post scorer. He won the MVP in 95, I believe. And then Tim Duncan is a really good high-volume shooter. He played a very smart level of basketball for a power forward that I don't think we've seen since. He revolutionized using the bank shot effectively and was able to even push his range out to the three-point line in order to adapt. So they're both very impressive players. And then, oh, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, so my number nine is, again, Tim Duncan, but this time with Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. Um... They won three championships. They have three finals MVPs between them. Uh, they kind of picked up where David Robinson left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Tony Parker was like on the team when they won their second one, but it wasn't really, or he didn't really. He do wasn't much that. He didn't have as big of a role. There. Yeah. yeah, but then uh, he had the most recent in the most recent two championships with the Spurs, he really uh, stuck up. Yep, for sure. Um, Coming in at number eight for me is Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, the Splash Brothers. So I feel like people like these guys a lot. They're a really awesome dynamic duo for offense. They have three rings, and these are two players who are sort of the face of today's game with the shooting, 
in quick passing and like highlight highlight play. Uh, they clearly have a lot of offensive talent. Maybe the best on this list. I think Clay, when he's on fire, becomes the most effective offensive player in the world. Probably the best offensive player in the world. But that's only when he's on fire. Not Clay's the best currently. Curry is the best shooter of all time. So this is a really good offensive strategy. They set fire to the league, holding the record for most wins in a season with 73. And Curry was also the first ever unanimous MVP. So this these guys were very successful, although I wouldn't give them all of the credit considering they had a very strong team. They, they had a team with five All-Stars with the 73-win Warriors, and later they acquired Kevin Durant. Yeah, uh, my number eight, uh, agreeing with you pretty early here, yeah. Stephen Klein. So, uh, yeah, you kind of went over it. Yeah. Well, I think I think there could be another duo on your list with similar players. Maybe Steph and Durant later on. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, next, I I feel like you guys might be up, upset about this, but LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Like I got that too. I have that's my number seven. Awesome. Too. Like I can tell you, these might this might be one of the most talented duos. Dwayne Wade is a superior athlete, great defensive player, great mid-range shooter, great passer, great defense, great slashing. LeBron is clearly in the GOAT conversation, but they only have two rings to show for it. Um, what's really interesting is the Spurs and the Mavericks are the reason why this team is not much higher. Like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade couldn't take on a 2011 Dirk team, and Timmy Duncan still bossed up and beat the the two duos. So that's why I have them this high. I think player-wise, they're some of the best players on this category, but they're not a top-five dynamic duo. Although they have some really cool highlights. I know a really famous photo is the D-Wade alley-oop dunk to LeBron. Unfortunately, that was on the Bucks. They did that on the Bucks. All right, let's hear what you have to say, Evan. It's a top five shooting guard all time. LeBron, go question. Mm-hmm. Um, if they stood together, they uh, they could be the first name on this list. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you said um, Dwayne Wade's a top five shooting guard of all time? Would you care to I elaborate? So, yeah. Because I, I think he's the third best after MJ and Kobe. In no particular order. Those two? I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into it right now. Maybe, maybe later along this list, we'll, we'll see what goes on. Uh, coming in at number six, I have Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. Um, this was a, this was one of the first elite front uh, backcourts of dribbling offensive players. They're good at defense. They have two rings. They took home, they split the finals MVPs. Joe Dumars was the second option, definitely. He's not as good as Isaiah Thomas was, but he played very similar. He had a great mindset. He had a very strong, he was a very strong defensive player. He sort of played like a dog. Like, he reminds me of a much better Patrick Beverly. He and Thomas worked really well together. They beat a lot of very strong teams. This Pistons duo was probably the reason why MJ and the Bulls didn't have a ton of success in the first rounds of the playoffs. 
Uh, who's up for you now, Ev? Um, so at six, I have Bob Cousy and Bill Russell. Ah, oh yeah, I think they're on my honorable mentions list, matter of fact. Yeah, Joe Dumers and uh, Isaiah Thomas are on mine too, but uh, they were practically unstoppable in the 50s and 60s. They just kind of reigned supreme against, they just played a different like tier of basketball against everyone else at the time, and it was just completely unstoppable. I think they had six rings together, but obviously, they think Bill Russell has 11, so that's mm-hmm. just, yeah. you got to include them in there for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, so I, I suppose we're going to move from six rings together to no rings. This next duo is John Stockton and Carl Malone. So yeah. these guys were so good for such a long time. Personally, I think they played better together than a lot of the duos on this list. They just never played to the highest level and didn't seal the deal. I can't let them go any higher, although I think they're a super talented duo. Carl Malone, second all-time in points. John Stockton, first all-time in assists. That clearly says something. You can see the trend. John Stockton was feeding Mr. Malone. Malone was putting up those baskets. They're also a pretty strong defensive duo, so they played both sides of the court together very well. It was like a little guy, big man movement, which I think a lot of NBA teams are looking to do currently. Um, who do you got? I got the same same guys. Dang, this list I'm is much up. more unanimous, unified. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm stealing your thunder a little bit. Matter of fact, um, <laughs> the next guy, uh, Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. Um. Kevin McHale is also a pretty underrated player. I love watching his highlights. It's like he had, he could score no matter what, no matter how many pump fakes, post hooks, post fades, up and unders, like drop steps, baby hooks. He was a really good low post player and a very strong defensive player. And then Larry Bird was a lights out shooter, great at the mid range, strong defensive, and he had just such a strong will. This duo got three rings. Larry Bird won the MVP three times in a row. What's also interesting is these guys beat up on the Showtime Lakers. Like, Magic struggled against this team. And this is this is the duo that immortalized the Celtics as one of the best 80s teams. And I was sort of thinking Larry Bird and Robert Parrish, but they just had... I feel like they had significantly less chemistry. Like, Larry Bird and Kevin McHale were, like, really good off the give-and-go... They were really good at passing off in the post and then scoring in the lanes together. And they had similar, they had like, it's like Kevin McHale was like the inside guy. Larry Bird was the mid-range guy, but they both played strong defense together. That's why they're, that's why they're there. Yeah, um, I have them a little higher up, but for my, uh, my, we're on four, mm-hmm. is Maverick and Kareem. Oh, nice. So, uh. Five championships combined for nine MVPs, which is crazy. Uh, Kareem obviously um, has the most points of all time. Magic, just most do- best point guard all time. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Yeah, well, I have Kareem and Magic here too. And here, this is an interesting fact Magic has the highest assists per game of any player, and Kareem has the most points. So he was obviously feeding Kareem and producing assists and buckets. 
Um, I want to talk about Kareem's skyhook. It is the most unstoppable move of all time in basketball. You couldn't block it. He made it out of time because during college, they changed the rules so you couldn't dunk. So Kareem was no longer available to dunk, which was his probable go-to move. So he created the hook shot so he could just swoosh the the ball in. Um, Besides the offensive ability this duo had, Magic was 6'9", so he was the tallest point guard ever. And Kareem was a big dude. He was like over 7'1". I think he was about 7'2". Kareem was an elite rim protector. So this is a really strong defensive duo and with a really strong offense. That's why they're my third. All right. Let me hear it, Evan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they three three peated. Uh, I think. Well, maybe Kareem may have been the best center of all time. I think Shaq was definitely the most dominant, just presence and uh, and just uh, like just force on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe, second best shooting guard of all time, fourth fourth highest score score. Uh, he has five rings. Shaq has three. Um. Shaq, Shaq has four. four. Shaq has four. Yeah. One with the Heat and D Wade. Yeah. But that was that was mostly D Wade's ring. Yeah, that was yeah. All right. Uh, my next guys, my number two, Jordan and Pippen. That's your number two. That's my number two. Look, these guys, they got two three peats, six rings. They were like the perfect one-two Mayweather punch, and they took complete control of the nineties. They also won a gold medal together as well, which is cool. Uh, yeah. Jordan was probably the greatest scorer of all time, maybe behind Wilt, but Wilt's stats are just beyond comparison sometimes. Um, Pippen also played an amazing supportive role, because I know these guys were a duo, but it was really like Michael Jordan, or like Batman and Robin, sort of. Like Pippen was not on the same level as MJ was. Um, I liked Pippen a lot, though. He was a lockdown defender. He could guard the one through the five. Uh, a notable defensive stop Scotty had was when he had to guard Magic in the 91 finals. He bossed up on Magic the entire series. It was pretty crazy. Because this is this is before Scotty Pippen got into his prime, and he was guarding a legendary Magic Johnson. Uh, these guys are the number two. Just because, like, I feel like it was a lot of Jordan, and then Pippen was in the background. I think Pippen was a very strong player in his own right. Although he's not better than Kareem or Magic, and he's not better than Larry Bird. He's more on the level of Kevin McHale. I'd say even John Stockton and Carl Malone are better than him. So his position, although he's a very strong player, is a lot lower in my mind than the other guys on this list. But he was perfect. Oh no, he worked perfectly. Like Jordan was able to make Scotty good, and Scotty was able to help out Jordan so much because because of how good his defense was and how smart of a player he was. Yeah. It was like it's like uh, in boxing, the strongest punch is the cross, and then like the the secondary punch or the punch you use to keep people away from you is called a jab. I'd say Pippen was the jab, and then Jordan was the cross. I agree. I like that. Thank you. Uh, let's hear your number two. My number two is uh, Bird and McHale. You gave us the uh, I know, but they had three rings. Uh, they reigned over 
the Magic and Kareem Showtime Lakers. Uh, Larry Bird won three MVPs in a row, which is kind of ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, before I get into my number one, I just want to sort of talk about rings. I think rings are a very good indicator of team strength and team value. Although I think when we're talking about dynamic duos, I'm referring to the two, the strongest two-player team or the two-player combo. And yes, generally, if you have two amazing players, you'll most likely get a ring like all of these dynamic duos but Malone and Stockton. And that was because Jordan and Pippen stopped them. Coming in at number one is Kobe and Shaq. They, their accolades together is a three-peat, and Shaq won the three finals MVPs. Here's the thing, though. Shaq is the most dominant center of all time, and Kobe, Kobe's the second-best shooting guard of all time, which means it's two of the best players of all time playing. Kobe's the fourth-highest scorer. He's a two-times finals MVP, five-time champion. Shaq is a three-times finals MVP, and he's a four-time champion. Um, these players worked so well together on on the court exclusively. Off the court, they had a little bit of a feud. That's just because they were so competitive. These guys were legends. I remember a really good play. I forget what finals it is or what playoff it is, but Kobe goes up for a mid-range, sees Shaq coming into the low post, lobs it to him. Shaq catches, throws it down, explosive dunk. I just loved how they played together. It was like such... Such good chemistry on the court. Um, I think they they should have won a few more rings if Shaq chose to stay. Shaq was a really good player. I like I said the most dominant, and he really didn't work as hard as some of the other players on this list. Which is why I think if he had worked out a little more, tried to stay in shape a little better, and stayed with the Lakers, they would have much more than just three rings together. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. All right, I think I know your first, your top choice, but let's hear it anyway. Uh, top choice, MJ Pippen. Of course. Pretty generic top choice, but... Yeah, a little bit. So, um, here's my question. I was thinking of what combinations of this, of these dynamic duos would yield the strongest, the strongest duos, and I have... I have two two beliefs. I think Jordan and Shaq are the two best. Like that would be a duo I would spend infinite amounts of money to see. Like a slightly better Kobe and him pushing Shaq to get even stronger. And then second is Kobe and Kareem. Yeah. Like I'm I'm just imagining the offensive rating that team would have. I'm not saying this is a number one thing, but I think Tim Duncan and uh, Magic would be really fun to watch together, too. Yeah. So, I want to talk about Tim Duncan because he doesn't have, like, a cult following like all of these, a lot of other great players do. And I think that's, like, his game wasn't boring, per se, but it was just so efficient in in uniform. He didn't, he didn't go for highlights. He didn't go for, like, crossovers. He stuck to his guns and went with what worked for him and I think yeah perfectly like pop told him don't go out there and style on these people go out there and win we want to win we want rings we want to produce and that's exactly what Tim Duncan did so I think the system that brought they brought Tim Duncan in was one of the reasons why he became so good but why he doesn't have such a cult following yeah yeah all right do you have anything else to add 
questions, who'd you, uh, who'd you get? Um, I'm going to say LeBron and Kyrie is one. I think they're good, but they only won one ring. Uh, the next honorable mention is Kobe and Pau Gasol. They won two rings together. And I, I wasn't sure if this was a dynamic duo or not, but I think Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, they were pretty good. Yeah. And then this guy, this sort of reminds me of Stockton and Malone, but on a much worse level. And definitely, I get not really deserving of a, an honorable mention. But is Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan? They're not yeah. on the same level as anybody on this list, obviously. But I think the fact yeah. that they got the Raptors to the playoffs a lot and they didn't really lose, they didn't have many bad seasons together. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to tell um, you if we redo this list in four years, it's going to have LeBron and AD on it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Do you have any other honorable mentions you're thinking about? I'd say Gary Payton, and Sean Kemp. Ooh, certainly. Uh, Elgin Bear, Elgin Baylor, and Wilt? Jerry West. Oh yeah, and Wilt and Jerry. Yeah, Wilt and Jerry, and then um, um, I didn't put Isaiah Thomas on mine, so probably Isaiah Thomas and Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe if they got a ring, Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, they played well together with the Suns. Yeah, they were. Although, they were different tiers, like, if we redid this list of non-championship winners, John Stockton and Carl Malone go to the top, but then we'd also yeah. get to see teams like Yao Ming and Tracy McGrady, Rockets, maybe yeah. get up there. All right. Really good honorable mention, Willis Reed and Walt Frazier. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you have anything else to add, Evan? No, I think this was a good one. This was fun. Yep, alright. This is this I'm signing off. Thank you for tuning in to another off ball thoughts episode. Say what's up. Peace out, Evan. See you guys. See you right. on the next one. Thanks for the listen, boys and girls.